Welcome to Restoring Immunity. This is a Jimmo Mom episode. I'm joined with Ashley Dom here today. And Ashley, welcome. So glad to have you along. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And hello to everybody listening. Ashley, thank you for encouraging me to do these recordings with you and for bringing these beautiful topics that I know every mother deals with. So today we're going to deal with a topic that is near and dear to my heart and I think every mother, and that is how do we ensure that um, our children are getting a good night's sleep and so also that we can be rested mamas. Um, So I know you've had a lot of your own experiences, but before we share that, I think it would be important just to talk about sleep a little bit Um, because folks will often say, my child's a good sleeper, my child's not a good sleeper, and and that's very generic. And actually sleep has a lot of pieces to it, right? So we have, you know, a child that has difficulty even just getting their body in the bed, right? So settling. And I like to call that surrendering the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have the child that once they're in bed, um, what (laughs) I see that look, (laughs) they keep, they're pretty needy, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And they can't settle once they're in there. And then there's a child that goes to sleep. They're out like a light, but they're waking at either um, a certain time in the night or wide awake. And especially when we're talking about younger children and babies for a block of time. And so I thought it would be a good idea to talk about some of the things that come into play when we're talking about sleep. What have been some of those things in your experience? What influences sleep from your learning? What influences sleep? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely um, feeling safe and secure and yeah. like you are in a place where you can let go of the day, but also be at peace with where you are in your in your day. and how it connects to the rest of your processes and also making sure you've processed that day. And so at both as parents and as children, we need to feel like we process those things so that we can, like you said, surrender. I love that word, just surrender to sleep and allow your body to get that rest and restoration. Yeah. And we can't surrender if we feel we haven't processed something and process mm-hmm. looks like telling mom about that bully that picked on me mm-hmm. or that I didn't think um, I was treated fairly by a teacher. And so giving our children that time and often it's at bedtime, right? That's my experience as a mom that when you're ready to be done for your day, that's when children feel like they need to process and bring up whatever that story is. Um, do yours tend to catch you as you sit down to tell them good night with whatever they need to say? Yes, all the time. <laughs> it's like yeah. I think it's it's a um, you know that's their time to when things are quiet and they that's a reflection time and yeah it might not seem like the best time of day but we should be grateful I, that they are letting go at least and, and and having the words to put with those emotions at bedtime. So yes, that's that's the time when it happens for us too. <laughs> 
Well, you know, actually, it makes sense when you think about it, because children are generally going, 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 and um, they aren't in that reflective state until they're still and quiet, and then um, things come up. What a beautiful lifelong lesson to teach our children that that actually does have value. Um, so perhaps making bedtime a little earlier so that you make space for that and can have those conversations. There's some other things internally that are happening that could certainly disrupt sleep and that is um, our digestion. During the night, our primary organs of elimination um, are clearing and um, those clearing clean for two hours, two hour blocks. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more of this, all you need to Google is um, traditional Chinese medicine clock and you'll see this beautiful um, two hour segments around the 24 hour clock of organs taking their turn to clean. And it just so happens the gallbladder and the liver and the intestines, the lungs, they're cleaning while we're sleeping. And if there is a lot to clean or they're very congested or anything's disrupting that, they'll create a heat and they'll make it difficult for us to sleep. So this doesn't just apply to your 18 month old child. This is also for you, mom. And you will notice your children or you tend to wake right on the spot at certain hours. Are there certain hours your children used to wake, Ashley? My son, um, when he was a young toddler, he was always waking um, sometimes 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock. And not just waking up to turn over, waking up to, to tell me something. I mean, just awake, wide awake, ready for the right. day. And most nights I couldn't get him back to sleep so we would just start our day yeah yeah actually i had one like that too and he was like that five uh, he never slept past 5 a.m i think your little guy was like that right yes yes he was mm -hmm. right and 5 a.m is when the large intestine starts cleaning and if we have a child that's not having two stool eliminations during the day or their stool elimination isn't effective they're eating foods that cause inflammation in the digestive tract, such as dairy products. And for some children, that's also wheat. Um, if if there, there's inflammation there, we can't sleep. And again, the same is true for adults, but um, we typically see that with little kids and it will just click on that time. So if you've got an early waker at home, I want you to Google that traditional Chinese medicine clock. And then uh, Ashley and I will be giving you some tips about that. So that's diet and elimination, overstimulation, like where a child actually becomes overtired and their nervous system just can't regulate at bedtime would also cause um, a problem. So you know, we have some very good extracts that are traditionally used for helping children sleep. And the the magic three, which I think you'll be bringing up, Ashley, I want to point out are really recommended for children three and older. 
So if you're listening and you have a little baby with an issue or, or a child younger than three, I'll talk to that as well um, in a bit. But Ashley, let's talk about that magic three and maybe your own experiences with them. Okay. Definitely. Um, I love Hazel. Um, and my son, he was waking up way before he should early in the morning, but also he was having trouble falling asleep or staying in bed and he wanted to constantly get up. I couldn't keep him in his little body in his bed. So that turned into a huge strain on me. Like he's not going to sleep. It's bedtime is taking way longer for him to fall asleep. And then he's getting up at four or five, right. completely <laughs> exhausted. I was beside myself. And um, I just wasn't, I didn't like the way the situation was, was unfolding every night. And so I loved Hazel. I think it helped him to um, kind of settle in um, when I initially put him to bed. And then the first extract I tried to, to help with that early morning waking. Um, and I've tried more than one, but black honeysuckle helped with mm -hmm. that too. Yeah. 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 That certainly helps with digestion, black honeysuckle working with the liver. And um, if the liver can clean easily, then we can generally make our way through um, and we won't be waking during the long hours and we won't be working, waking during large intestine hours. And what about field maple? That's one of my favorites mm -hmm. in the evening. Have you had any experience with your children with that? Um, I don't think I've tried field, I've had to try field maple with them very often, but I just had a really great experience with Phil Maple and it's my best friend right now. Um, I was waking up kind of early too, around two or three or four. So those hours were kind of overlapping um, different nights. It just depended, but it was always within that time frame. And um, not only was I awake, but I couldn't go back to sleep. And I had like these cycling thoughts or something. Um, if I had a rough day the night, the day before, like I would just revisit those situations and like run through them in my head, or I would even start just cycling all the things that I had to do that day. And uh, before my day even started. So I started taking field maple at um, dinner time, And I noticed that after a few days, it was much better. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're wondering how you might use these with your children, or how to differentiate. I like to say Hazel is definitely the go-to for the child that um, can't surrender their day and get to bed. And, or if they're waking between the periods of one to five, um, I think Hazel's a beautiful one to start with. And um, I recommend a microdose. So just one drop with a child of any age after three years of age. Then um, the next I would think about is black honeysuckle. Black honeysuckle, um, those waking hours tend to be one to three. Um, it's very good for children that might have some post-nasal drip too, a little mucus um, that tends to be chronic. And um, the difference between um, choosing hazel over black honeysuckle, the hazel child might need soothing and a little comforting. Black honeysuckle, um, the, the, the essence of that is to give fluidity, to give flow to their life and, and experiences and emotions so that they can process things. So I would, I would look to, to that 
for those reasons. And then field maple, the child that wakes 11 to three, field maple works with the um, gallbladder and the liver. And the field maple child or adult um, tends to ruminate and mm -hmm. worry and um, either reviewing and cycling through things that happen during the day and um, analyzing them or worrying about the day ahead. So field maple is um, a very lovely way to resolve the issue. So those are really the three basics I would consider working with. But we have others that work with helping sleep. Is there one that comes to your mind, Ashley, that you've had experience with um, that in your family? Um, sea buckthorn helps, mm, yeah. even though it's... Um... We, I take it earlier in the day, but um, yeah, that's always, uh, um, I love sea buckthorn. It's got a lot of benefits. And one of them is um, just improve the quality of sleep in general. So, right. Yeah. Right. That's a great one. And I love sea buckthorn. It can be given to any child from one year of age. And it is very good at um, setting and establishing circadian rhythms. Sea buckthorn is given in the morning, um, not in it, and it's a tonic for the central nervous system, but um, it's a very good place if you've tried the evening extracts and you're mm -hmm. still feel like sleeps off, you might want to look to that. Another extract that um, could be given in the morning that improves sleep is silver lime. Silver lime is a beautiful harmonizer for the central and autonomic nervous system. We can use silver lime from birth. Um, and it um, is a beautiful reconnection of all the systems. So you take it in the morning or at the latest midday, but it does improve sleep um, by, from that earlier the day dose. And then fig comes up for me. Have mm. you ever used fig in your family to help anyone with sleep? No, I don't think I really used it um, directly for sleep. We use it for other reasons, but I know that it's a good one. Well, you know, you were talking about processing. And I think mm -hmm. when children, particularly if someone comes home from school, really worked up about something and they need help processing that so they can share the story, share their story with you and work through those emotions, one drop of fig, a microdose of it, helps digest those emotions that are coming up and would aid to a better sleep. So I would use fig more on the spot, like mm -hmm. when there's something coming up. Um, another extract that comes, and fig can be used from birth. Um, another extract that comes up for me that um, I think about that could be given in the evening um, that works um, particularly during for early morning waking during those long hours. So between three and 5 a.m. And this is Lithy. Mm -hmm. um, Lithy can be used for any child 12 months or older. We know Lithy in higher doses for working with asthma or with croup, but it's, it's very soothing, very relaxing and helping for sleep. So Gosh, we've got a number of extracts there. Are there any particular sleep stories you want to share from your own family with an extract, Ashley? Um, yes, I um, noticed that when I first started using Gemmos on my children and myself that um, 
I was, when I was waking, you know, I've had times where I was waking up and um, it was in those early morning hours right before dawn. And not only was I like wide awake with like ready, like um, thinking about my day ahead before it even started and couldn't go back to sleep. I noticed that my, um, like my digestion was kind of pushing me out of bed and like forcing me out of bed. So I had um, like stomach aches or cramps and like the urgent need to go to the bathroom and that woke me up. And um, I felt like, gosh, if my tummy could just settle down and my thoughts too, like I could go back to sleep for another hour. But um, so I've, I've learned that once that resolved itself um, or once that improved my elimination improved that that definitely settled down and I didn't have that issue anymore. You know, Ashley, that's a that's a really good topic you brought up because what happens if we're moving through our day in a sympathetic state and that's a fight or flight state, um, not particularly um, organized and connected, but we're just getting stuff done, right? Which is most moms out there and a lot of children that were running from school to programs to home to bed to right there isn't time to for your system to digest we cannot digest food during um in a sympathetic state it's just not possible so unfortunately what happens is as we sleep and we drop into that relaxed state then our organs decide that's a great time to start digesting and we'll be waking us up um, early in the morning where we might get up and have digestive feelings, either things are rumbling or we've got uh, um, uh, the need to get up and pass a stool. And you might see this in your children. And I, I want to say that's not a natural way for the body to work. That's a compensation. And it, it's happening because it's not being tended to during the day. And we know a lot of children hold their stool during the day because they're uncomfortable using public bathrooms or um, they, they just uh, want to wait until they're at home. So making sure they have time in the morning and right after school would be a very helpful thing. Yeah. So there's a couple more extracts I would love just to drop the names here for um, all of you listeners. They're they're really good for children 12 and older, but there might be some listeners here with adolescents who tend to have sleep issues um, because life just feels really complicated once you hit that stage in life. So we've talked already about the effects of diet and elimination. But let's just say you've taken care of those things and you have a child that just can't go to sleep at night. These are three extracts I would consider. One is white willow. This is only to be used for children um, 12 and over. Children that 10 or young, young adults tend to be overwhelmed by life. They tend to feel like they've got a lot of things going and it just all feels too much. They might even say they feel buzzy like they can yeah. feel the buzziness in their body. Um, white willow can be given um, in the late afternoon or two hours before bed. Again, a microdose, one, one, two drops tops. The same would go for hops. Hops is a beautiful sedating extract, particularly for um, adolescents who 
um, tend to reach for outside substances or people to soothe themselves. So um, they don't feel safe, safe in their body, safe in their world. And maybe they're Netflix binging or social media binging or always have to be on a phone with a friend because they just um, can't be with themselves and they're having sleep issues. I would think about hops. And then finally, I love Hawthorne. And I really love Hawthorne for um, adolescents because Hawthorne helps us process big emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest challenges. And Ashley, you're a middle school teacher, right? So well, I teach you, elementary, oh, children, okay. but even the older elementary kids, I see it. I see that they're having a harder time now um, as they approach that adolescence, just with just situations that come up, it's, it's hard for them to deal with. They have these big emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And moving into this 11, 12 years old, just it, it, everything feels big and a lot. Yeah. And Hawthorne is so lovely at creating space for those emotions to pass. And what's beautiful about Jimos and every single one of these we talked about, these aren't suppressing anything. They aren't covering anything up or changing the natural way your child's body works. Instead, they're reminding the body how it was meant to work. And they're reminding those organs what sleep feels like what it feels like to be soothed and to feel safe enough to surrender your day. What else about this topic might be helpful, Ashley? Well, some things that come up when I'm um, talking with other moms about their sleep struggles is a lot of times they want to ask or they, it comes up, well, my toddler's waking because they have nightmares or night terrors, or my child is waking up because um, a family member just passed away and they're really having a hard time with that. And we know that those are reasons why, you know, we sure, can pinpoint sure. reasons why our children wake up at night, but um, they might think, well, GMOs won't help because this is the reason why, because, yeah. but really the reason is there's a reason, of course, but it's <laughs> with gemotherapy. What I love about it is sometimes we don't need to look at the reason. We just look at what the body's telling us. So whenever I get a question like that or concern, I, I remind the mom to look at patterns of like the hours that they're waking is, is what we were talking about earlier. And because sometimes we might never find the reason, you know, especially when our little ones have a hard time finding that voice and they might not even know. So I find that very comforting to know your body's going to tell you what it needs and your body's going to show you by waking up at these times. So for the most part, you know, those reasons, tuck it in your back pocket and also just instead look at what the body's telling you, what time they're waking up and things like that. Yeah, Ashley, that, that's so well put. And you mentioned something about a child waking up with a night terror. And I would say that fig mm -hmm. would be an excellent extract to give a child that wakes in the middle of the night like that afraid and not able to process. I wouldn't do that just for the child that wakes at a certain time because we okay. may be having digestive things, but if there's a night terror um, and they need to be soothed back, lithi could also be another one, particularly if they're having rapid breathing, short, shallow breaths and a frightened. So there's a big difference in a child that just wakes up because they're uncomfortable and mommy, I can't sleep anymore, or they're really frightened 
And okay. we will, I, I think we can choose different extracts based on that. Definitely. Um, also, is there ever a time where we would give a Gemmo in the middle of the night, right on the spot, instead of doing it at dinner time or in the morning? Yeah. So those were two examples that I gave you. Okay. I would give it right on the spot there. And the other thing is if I'm trying to shift um, a chronic waking, let's say the chronic waking is at 2, two to 3 a.m. every night, and this is just how it is. And I decide, you know, black honeysuckle would be a good extract. And I give them black honeysuckle in the evening and it's getting better but it, they're still occasionally waking, I would give a drop of it again in the evening when they during the night when they're waking. Yeah. And I would say the same for an adult too. The, just keep it by the bed and then take it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And also um, when I've had experience too, where I might combine two and um, just experiment, like we've said before, yeah. if one doesn't work, you might want to add another or replace it. Or if sometimes you, you don't think it's working and then you take it away and you're like, wait, that was working. I need it yeah. back. So yeah. <laughs> always yes. watching, always waiting and looking for that tipping point of when the body starts to respond. Yeah. So yeah. And, you know, actually the tipping points are good. Um, a uh, reminder to me that um, sleep doesn't change like one day it's not not good the next day it's all better it, it the waking period will move and it mm -hmm. will move closer and closer to morning and so um it, it's not like oh my child woke up at two used to wake up at two and now they're waking up at three that's to celebrate that means we're moving it along. It might mean you need to choose a different extract if you get stuck and it doesn't keep moving along um, because a 5 a.m. waking would call for a different extract than a 1 or 2 a.m. waking. Yes, yeah, good. Yeah, always watching and like, yeah, don't be afraid to change it up. I know that when I first started, I kind of you know, just kind of ran with it. And I, I realized I was giving a gemo for a long time. And then I realized this isn't even working. That's because I need to, I need to change, change it up a little bit. So yeah, don't be afraid to change it up and experiment. Yeah, exactly. And just keep your awareness there. What's going on? Is this really responding still to my child's needs right now? And because we're all changing and we're influenced by the um, environment and by the events in our life. And so you, we all know children will go through periods where they're really frightened to go to sleep and then everything will be fine and then something will disrupt it again. Definitely. Well, great. Ashley, I think we've just about covered this topic. I sure appreciate all your input. Um, and I want to thank all of our listeners. If you'd like to find out a little bit more about Ashley and her work with chemotherapy, I would check her out on Instagram. And can you give us your Instagram? It's at creating roots in you. Beautiful. And you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Hubele. And you can also learn more about Jimmo's at uh, laurenhubelay.com. So thanks again. And it's been good to be with you, Ashley. You too. Goodbye.